One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. I'm taking two. Hey, everyone, listen to this, please. Two days before I was in the hospital. I was on opioids. I was addicted to opioids. I had plastic surgery because I was trying to look good for y'all. Hey guys, it's the Hollywood Life Podcast. We are here and we have so much to talk about. Celebrities, they never let you down. They are so busy making news. And today, we must discuss Kanye West and what seems to be a meltdown. He he went yesterday on TMZ Live and he said that slavery was a choice for 400 years. I don't think so, Kanye. Anyway, we will talk all about that whole situation. We're going to give you an update on Khloe Kardashian and Baby True and what is going on with Tristan Thompson. And then Kylie Jenner away on vacation. I think really the first romantic vacation, at least that we've had pictures of, of Kylie with Stormy, little Stormy, and she's in the arms of a nanny, and Travis Scott. And finally... Hollywood Life was first to break the news that Gigi Hadid and Zayn Malik were back together and we had the first video to prove it. And now we're going to tell you what is going on. But before we get to all that, I'm not alone here in my Hollywood Life podcast studio. I am here with our writer and PR coordinator, Ali Stagnita. I want to be famous. You're so gorgeous. Look at your face. Look at what you're eating, for Christ's sake. Lay off me, I'm starving. Look at your face. You think I'm gorgeous? You're gorgeous. Yes, that is me, Allie. Twelve name titles, Stegnita. <laughs> uh, but you just know me as Allie, who does probably the Holly Buzzes on our YouTube channel and talks here with Bonnie and Gino every week, and that's fine. So <laughs> we're still figuring things out. I know. You know, we're so busy here. We don't get around to like sort of formal things like official titles. Yeah, who cares? As long as you get your work done, right? Exactly. <laughs> and somebody else who, um, I guess he doesn't really have a f- official title, except for our podcast producer, <laughs> that would be Gino Orlandini. Y'all might be thinking right now, I yes. wonder, did he smoke something before he came out here? The answer is yes. I rolled up a little something. I knocked the edge off. Mm. 
Man, I just want to lead us off with yet another Kanye intro because we led with that story last week. And now I think we have to lead with it again this week, especially mm-hmm. after his comments on TMZ Live. Like crazy. Where he basically took over TMZ's live show and just turned it into a Kanye monologue. It was supposed to be an interview, but he stood up. Not on his chair, as he pointed out, because that's something Tom Cruise would do and the media would <laughs> crucify would him, him for that. call him crazy, right. So he, he was in, in the midst of making a lot of crazy points, actually made some interesting points too, but I think mm. we're probably going to focus on the crazy points because those are much more significant. And he gave us a full timeline of his mental breakdown, of his drug use, and of plastic surgery that he's had. So I think we can kind of recap all this, right, Bonnie? We sure can. Okay, where to begin? Well, you know, actually, where to begin is with his Twitter feed because he started just basically like overloading Twitter. I think he surprised us all by coming out and saying that he was supporting Donald Trump and that they're they share dragon energy. (laughs) And then he had a picture of himself wearing one of Donald Trump's red hats and saying that they were brothers and that he's all about free thinking and he really likes he doesn't necessarily believe in his politics but that he appreciates him being a free thinker cuz Kanye is all about free thinking and then he said he was supporting Candace Owens and she happens to be a really right African American right wing commentator who tweets things like that Donald Trump is our savior and um so Kanye tweeted that he liked her thinking and he actually brought her on on to TMZ Live. And Kanye's been lo- watching a lot of her videos. Right. And that's kind of where Kanye's ideas are stemming from. And anyway, Kanye was, br- was brought to like, he was addressing Trump and he sort of off the cuff made these comments that outraged everyone about slavery. And I just want to play them in, in context so you guys can hear what he said. And I think he's sort of parroting this Candace character when he's saying this. I hear about slavery for 400 years. For 400 years? That sounds like a choice. Like, you was there for 400 years and it's all of y'all? You know, like, it's like we're, we're mentally in prison. I like the word prison because slavery goes di- too, too direct to the uh, idea of blacks. It's like slavery, Holocaust, Holocaust Jews, uh, slavery is blacks. So prison is something that unites us as one race, blacks and whites being one race. So do you see here, he, he's, he's trying to get to somewhere good by like, having some kind of unifying message, but he just, he's confused about the the history of of slavery. He's completely confused. He has no idea of what it was like for these people. It wasn't a choice. They were born slaves. They lived being guarded by people who had guns and who had whips. And if and they you tried to escape, escape. they you were, were killed. killed. You're killed. Well, and there was slavery revolts and they were put down violently, right? It's not like there yes. was never. And Every w- time slaves who ran, like tried to run Every away, time. if they were caught, they were dead. And the thing is, is that it wasn't like, even though there were lots of them, they were all, like they were in the South. Like that's a huge area to escape. Even if you escape, where would you go? Who would help you? You had no money and you'd be killed the moment you were found. You and had no food. Separated from your families. I mean, you know, alone in the woods trying to 
follow the stars to get and you're to often Harriet like not Tubman allowed to, or something. To educate yourself so you don't know anything about the larger world. Yeah. Like where you don't even know where, where to, to run. go. You don't know anything about the larger world. You're not you're not literate. Like you, there's nothing for you to do if you left. And you don't know anything so, else. So you're stuck. And it's not like you there personally are there for four hundred years sitting there taking it. You were born in chains and then you die after a short life in right. chains. That's right. You were worked to death. But I think we we all know this and I okay. think but on, so the idea of choice is insane. It, yes. And I also take, I, I have to take um, Constance Owens to task too, because she may have grown up in a family that had privilege and Kanye may be living in a world of privilege. He does. They're living in a world of privilege. Candace may have be living in a world of privilege too. I don't know what her background is, but there is definitely lots of racism in this country. It is harder to be born an African-American, especially if you're not born into like an upper middle class family that has money. I think we should get I back think, to yeah, Kanye because the reason that all of this happened, that he went off, that he tripped out. We, Ali, I need to get this back on track. Okay, I want to get back on track. Let me do it. Okay. So is, is TMZ is now reporting it's because he's off of his meds. And I was kind of getting to this point last week that we think probably there's he's having some kind of mental health crisis. And now TMZ is confirming that, yes. He, in fact, is not taking his proper medication, and that is why he's gone so far off the deep end. And Kanye himself, in his part of his huge, long rant, said something to that effect. And let me just play a little bit of that, because there's just a lot to parse here. And I'm not drugged out. This, these pills that they want me to take three of a day, I take one a week, maybe, two a week. Y'all had me scared of myself, of my vision. So I took some pills so I wouldn't go to hospital and prove everyone right. Okay, the end of that doesn't make sense, but you you kind of get what he's saying <laughs> right. at the beginning. Well, there. he also said that when he had his breakdown, I guess about a year and a half ago, and he ended up hospitalized for a couple of days, that it was because he claims he was on opioids, that he was taking opioids and that he got addicted to them because he went into the hospital to have liposuction yeah, so done. Let me play that. For yeah, you. I was drugged the fuck out, bro. I was drugged out. I was on opioids. Two days after I got off of opioids, and I was addicted to opioids, two days I got off of opioids, I'm, I'm in the hospital. So what he's referring to there is his 2016 stint in the hospital where he, as we talked about last week, he was on this rampage of like uh, making these really long tirade speeches from the stage where he accused Jay-Z of having hitman out to kill him. And he was behaving extremely erratically. And then he was hospitalized for what we heard at the time. A quote unquote exhaustion. Right. He was at his uh, fitness trainer, uh, Harley Pasternak's place when I think he kind of had a breakdown and Harley called the um, called an ambulance. And that's when he was taken to the hospital. And Kim was in New York for a charity event and had to get on a private plane yeah, and fly back. I remember that. Was this 20? This was 2016. This was two years ago. I, I thought it was, yeah. the it was the last fall year. of 2017. Oh. I, I just, thought. yeah, I just looked it up. It was 2016. 2016. Yeah. Wow. Because he was on a St. Pablo tour and right. he had to cancel the tour because of this. And now, now he also gets into, so we know the whole chronology of how things went bad for Kanye because he says the reason he was on these painkillers in the first place, like Bonnie just said, is because he got plastic surgery. And the reason that he got plastic surgery was kind of shocking. I'll just play this. I'm taking two. Hey, everyone listen to this, please. Two. Now, this is when he stands up. And from there on, he's standing. And he was, he was about to get on a chair like Tom Cruise. Within the entire, <laughs> like the 
calls attention to the entire TMZ office, not just Harvey and the other man he was talking to. I mean, this is how manic he is right now because he thinks everyone needs to hear, needs it, to hear every him. word. This, this, the grandiosity is just out of control. But days before I was in the hospital, I was on opioids. I was addicted to opioids. I had plastic surgery because I was trying to look good for y'all. I got liposuction. Because I didn't want y'all to call me fat like y'all called Rob at the wedding and made him fly home before me and Kim got married. I didn't want y'all to call me fat, so I got liposuction, right? And they gave me opioids, right? And I started taking two of them and then driving to work on the opioids, right? Then my boy, and I'd always ask... He goes a little off the rails here, but that, there's a lot to unpack just there. Well, can I also point out, wasn't it that Rob flew home because Kim told him he looked too heavy? Well, that was the reporting That was the, the reporting, time. yeah. But the kind of thing- it wasn't like he said you all. It wasn't like like his fans all told Rob he was too heavy. Well, I think Kanye is finally revealing what really happened, why Rob fled that wedding, because he was crushed, because the media pointed out how heavy he was looking. And we had heard, heard at the time that Rob also felt really insecure because he was so heavy at the time, and like he wasn't fitting into the, the his outfit, his groomsmen clothes and stuff. And then apparently, as Kanye says, his weight was pointed out in the media, and it crushed him, and he left. And it got well, on Kanye, too. And that's why he got liposuction, because he felt pressure from TMZ specifically and a lot of other media outlets. And I have to say, I don't think we've ever no. body shamed no. Kanye. No, We did no. report on Wendy the fact did. that Wendy Williams did it last yeah. week, where she got her pointer oh, yeah, out. Yeah, she sure did. There was a photo of him looking pretty heavy that came out, and then she got her pointer out, and she's pointing at his, like, his heavy knees and, uh, you know. Also, like, it's angles. I mean, he looked completely different on TMZ than he did in that picture she was pointing out. Like, I think that, you know, if I'm photographed probably from a certain angle and when the wind blowing or whatever, you're, you know, you don't look as good. But, you know, who cares? Who cares about his weight? And right. um, no, but I true. think I think that, you know, clearly he is manic right yeah. now. And he's manic on Twitter. He's manic and wanting to go to the t- to TMZ and stand up in front of their newsroom live and to spout off. He's already, I just checked on Twitter, he's starting up again. So, I mean, this seems to be a pattern when he has an album either about to drop or just dropped. Exactly. And as he said in that brief clip that I played, he's prescribed some pills that he's supposed to take three times a day, which is probably a mood stabilizer, you'd have to guess. And he's taking one or he says maybe two a week, which means it's it's not effective at all. Right. And I just I'm a little last week, uh, Ali, you made this sort of argument that because Kim Kardashian is really smart, she wouldn't lie to us about Kanye having mental health problems. I'm a little annoyed at Kim because she, she was going on Twitter and blasting us, the media, for raising concerns about Kanye's mental health state. She said to the media trying to demonize my husband, let me just say this. Your commentary on Kanye being erratic and his tweets being disturbing is actually scary. So quick to label as having mental health issues just for being himself when he has always been expressive. It's not fair. And she made two other tweets right after that to that same effect, denying Kanye is having any kind of mental health issues when she damn well knows that he is bipolar that he's well, on. How do we know I he's mean, bipolar? I don't think we can accuse. I, yeah. Like you were not doctors. She's manic. Yeah. He, there's only so many. Okay, we can all pretend that we don't know. I mean, he seems he's manic. There's, he's obviously manic. There's only so many things that go wrong with the human brain. There's only so many conditions that you come down with. This is one of them. And he's like he's obviously manic. We just said he's manic. We don't know. Well, specifically. he's acting manic. Yes, but she obviously knows that he's on medication that he needs. To keep his mood stable and act normal. This has happened before. And she goes on Twitter and just lies. 
just lies and blames us for making a big deal out of nothing. When now, days later, he's on TMZ saying slavery was a choice and he's fired his whole team. Like, where is Kim? Where is she? I, I, no matter what Kim said on Twitter, I'm sure she's very, very concerned about him and about what's going on. And I'm sure in the background, she's trying to convince him to, you know, see, get whatever help that he needs because, you know, this is not great behavior. Look at, it's not good for his brand. His fans are upset. Like people who admire him are freaking out his fans I mean, celebrities that, that he has relationships guy. that he has relationships with are freaking out about it yeah and i was gonna say something i was gonna say before was that something that van lathan said that sat with me that i don't think that either any of us are, would be ever be able to understand because we aren't black but he said that to people like him they look up to him even more so i think than a lot of us could like in a different way. He was a, you know, kid with no money that got out of the South side of Chicago and made, you know, made it happen. Right. He's a role model. And, you know, I think, and the guy and Van Lathan said, I have stood up for you every single year at TMZ. When everyone blasts you, I'm the one who says, no, he wouldn't do that. No, it means something different. No, it means something different. He goes, and then you just sat in here and said that slavery was a choice. He's like, and I just, but he's not, he's not, I mean, as, and as Van Lathan pointed out, he's actually not making a lot of sense. And that's what Van Lathan said to him. You're not making sense. You're, right you're now. not, you're not being normal. You're, you're not understanding. Right, you're not what, being, yeah. You're not, you're not tracking. Not being, yeah. This is not like the and arguments he said that making, he was appalled and he, yeah. that he was appalled by what Kanye was saying. I just, before we came in, I caught uh, Charlemagne, the great, uh, the God, the go oh, Charlemagne, the God who has actually been in here and done our podcast. And he did a big interview with Kanye Two the other day long. and he was on MSNBC and he was saying that he, he doesn't think that Kanye, um, is resonating when he aligns himself and he said with a bigot. And I'm sure that he is referring to. Donald Trump. Well, now I, I want to defend Kanye a little bit because the reason he did do this TMZ interview and what they first started talking about was Trump. And what he said he likes about Trump is basically he likes the Trump brand. Kanye hasn't really endorsed any of Trump's specific policies. Tr- Kanye likes, but what is the Trump brand at this it's point? A, it's essentially it's it's what the Trump brand has always meant in hip hop, which is just like swagger and and riches and just showing off. It just kind of like meshes well with the general flavor of how hip hop at least used to be. And so Kanye's point was that Trump has always been kind of a favorite in the hip hop community because of his his habit of showing off his wealth in, in this really, really gaudy way that kind of tracks with what a lot of hip hop artists do. And the other thing that he likes about Trump is that Trump has shown that he, Kanye, could maybe even be president one day. If Trump can do it, maybe I can do it. So his commitments to Trump are not so much ideological as they are like stylistic. Well, also, um, they were also talking uh, on MSNBC about could this also be a reaction to how Kanye felt dissed by President Obama? Because if you remember that Obama commented on Kanye after he took, um, when he went up on stage and took Taylor, tried to take Taylor Swift's Grammy away. And um, Obama said he was a jackass. VMA. Yes. Okay. Well, he called, he called Kanye a jackass. So that didn't sit well with Kanye. No. And, and, and 
Kanye sort of sees a fellow traveler in Trump, someone who just sort of sp- shoots from the hip and speaks their mind and worries about the consequences later and tweets whatever they want at whatever hour and is just really living in their truth. I mean, Trump's press oh press secretary uh-huh. made you famous, sound like him. Careful. He, he, if Trump's original press secretary made famous the phrase alternative facts. Right. I mean, it just Kanye is living in a, in a world of alter- alternative facts right now. Right. And, An alternative reality. Yes. And I think he sees he see, you know, that's why he said dragon energy, just like a person who's going to say or do anything at any time and is not going to listen to any outside counsel. It also counsel. sounds very Charlie Sheen, doesn't it? it? Yes. Dragon energy. Exactly. But what was going on with Charlie Sheen? He was in a manic frenzy. That's right. It's the same on, thing. Brought on by drug use. Right. And lack of sleep. And, you know, so it was the exact same thing. Well, I just don't think this is going to end well. I, I just don't. I think he's going to spiral again because... When he kept saying that he was willing to die for his cause. Remember that? He was willing to be like... He kept talking about the John Lennon oh. and... Uh, oh, that's Tupac right. And Tupac. pictures on the, on the wall. And he was like, the bloods are after me. The crypts are after me. But it's okay because I greet them with love and I'm willing to die for my cause. Like, they take me his, like I'm willing and, to, to and be cause, on the wall with them. His cause is just free thinking. Right. Free thinking and loving everybody. Um, the other thing that somebody um, brought up... Um, uh, today is that could some of this have been set off by Kendrick Lamar getting the Pulitzer? Like, is that something that made him feel like, wait a second, I'm a genius, which he says a lot. And why didn't I get a Pulitzer? Like, did it make him feel as if he wasn't achieving enough? I don't know. I didn't even know about that. Oh, uh, you didn't? No. Yeah, yeah. He's the first rapper to ever receive a Pulitzer. Yeah, that makes sense. I mean, yeah, Kendrick has become sort of maybe like their most respected lyricist in rap, but it's just, I don't know. I feel like Kanye probably, I think Kanye thinks he's bigger than Kendrick. He, he thinks he's bigger than rap. He thinks, you know, he said that on TMZ. He's not, he's not just hip hop. He's not just speaking that community. He says, I speak for the world. So I, I don't think Kanye is going to be a motivator, intimidated by a Pulitzer that Ken, Kendrick got. He thinks he should be president. Like Kanye's aspirations are much bigger than some kind of, <laughs> prize for some kind of you know i agree with that i mean i think he's well i mean the pulitzer's huge i think the pulitzer's pretty damn don't get me wrong kanye would take it but he's got bigger aspirations i think he he just wants all the things like i think it's like he sees someone get something he's like i want it too I should get well, he also too. was tweeting about how he wants together to get together with Tim Cook, who right. is the CEO of Apple. And if you remember the last time that he was in this frenzy, he was tweeting about how he wanted to talk to Mark Zuckerberg. So, right, and he was tweeting about Mark yeah, Zuckerberg. Who doesn't founder tweet? Of Twitter, founder of Facebook. Yeah. Well, anyway. Anyway, um, Kanye tweeted, try to avoid repetition, do meetings in different places and at different times than normal. Break the normal. Um, he's try- he's definitely trying to break the normal in every single way. Um, the, the thing I worry most about with this with Kanye is that these conditions, these manic conditions, they're g- degenerative conditions. And that every time you let yourself spiral out of control like this, it actually it, it's in a way it damages your brain. And uh, it's kind of like running your brain on. Uh, you know, it's it's like if your brain was an engine, it's kind of like running the engine on on the max RPMs for a long, long time. It's just really, really not good. And, and it, it leads to more, more and more severe sort of 
I don't know, outbreaks, I guess you could say. You seem say. to be very knowledgeable about this, Gino. Where where did you read up on all of this? I have, yeah, I have a lot of experience with this. I have this in my family. I've, I've dated a couple different people who have had this condition. And um, I had a very, very close friend of mine um, I grew up with who I actually had to hospitalize for this, for this condition. She, uh, it started innocent enough. She had all these ideas for great businesses. And then she started thinking she could predict the out- outcome of baseball games. And she ended up thinking that she was the Messiah. And we had, to, wow. we had to commit her. And it took weeks of medication for her to drop all of these delusions that she was uh, God's chosen person on earth. It's very common for what's called bipolar type one, uh, which is the type of bipolar that puts people in the hospital. That's the criteria. It's very common that they get a Messiah complex. And as particularly if you grew up as my friend did in a very religious background, as Kanye West also did, it's no coincidence that he calls himself Jesus and he plays with all this Christian iconography and he thinks he's the most important person in the world. It's all a part of his condition. Wow. Well, he retweeted the story on TMZ that said, uh, Kanye West, I got hooked on opioids after liposuction. Now, he also was saying that he was going to put the photo of um, Dr. Jan Adams, who was his mother's um, plastic surgeon before she died. The the doctor, Dr. Adams had done the surgery on his mother basically just before she died. And he was going to put his face on the album cover and he was attacking him. And um, Dr. Adams responded to him and said, I'm not the reason that your mother died. You know, I performed the surgery. She was doing fine. Um, and I'm not sure what the detail is of what he went into, but he sent Kanye, a, 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 well, he wrote an open letter to Kanye. And now Kanye is saying, open letter, he's tweeting, open letter from Jan Adams. This is amazing. Thank you so much for this connection, brother. I can't wait to sit with you and start healing. Yeah, he wants to have some forgiveness because this is a thing that has really bothered him. What's crazy is that Kanye admits to getting liposuction, right? Well, liposuction was one of the procedures that his mother, Donde, got in 2007. And she died like days later from complications from the surgery. She got a tummy tuck and liposuction. So it's kind of crazy that he would put himself through the same surgery that took the life of his mother. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. Um, but I think like the surgeon says it, uh, I don't know if it's, it was, didn't he lose his medical license or what happened with that? He lost his medical license, but not for that. I think he got some DUIs. Yeah. It's, and it's all part of Kanye's sort of like mission of like forgiveness where he, he's like, he's so, I mean, when you're manic, it's kind of like easy to be all full of love because you're so full of energy and, and you're like very euphoric. So it makes sense that he's like wanting to make peace with everyone. And, you know, when Van Lathan rips into him, his impulse is to run across the TMZ newsroom and give the guy a hug. And Van Lathan really wanted nothing to do with it. No. Okay. So, just like, but he, what he said was so funny. He's like, Kanye's like, are you going to beat me? And Kanye was, and he was like, I'm not going to kick Kanye West's ass, but 
He's like, I was <laughs> He's like, like, I'm not going to kick ass on TMZ. Right. Well, he, so the doctor is going on about how her aftercare, his mother's aftercare was the problem and that she was supposed to be kept, her head was supposed to have been kept elevated and that there was a nurse there and the nurse should have known that. He's like, Wendy really? Wendy said the same thing when Wendy talked about it because she was saying that he was put in, the mother was put into the cousin's care and the cousin was like going out, like doing all this stuff. Kanye was nowhere to be found, you know, off, you know, making records and stuff. And, you know, she wasn't properly cared for did she, after. Did a she surgery. die of like a blood clot or something that? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know exactly what the cause of death was. But um, I mean, I don't know. Like she had a lot of plastic surgery. I'm not even sure when all you have once, that, have that much, right. why doctors let you just go home. Seems to me you should be kept dead in the hospital or in a clinic. But people do this. Yeah, well, we should probably move okay. on. Okay. Anyway, so I think we're going to have another update about this. I'm sure by next week there will be more in the continuing saga. Um, but it's just, you know, here in the midst of this kind of crazy time that we're having with our presidency, that we've got this other level of crazy now with a major celebrity and kind of on, you know, racial issues, which have been something that have been a, a hallmark of this presidency. Yeah. Okay, let's move on to another member of the Kardashian family, and that's Khloe Kardashian, who is recovering from her childbirth in Cleveland with her de- beloved baby, True, who we are all dying to see the first photo of. Mm-hmm. And in the meantime, apparently Tristan Thompson has is in a, when he's there in town, he's sleeping in a guest room. The, the relationship is not great between him and Chloe, as you can imagine. And um, however, he was really feeling, you know, so down and depressed because he, we, from, from our reporting, we heard that he hated the idea that he was going to be known more for cheating on Chloe than for his play, his basketball play um, with the Cavaliers. And he got kind of got his, his prayers answered because uh, the team took him off the bench for the last two games and he's played really, really well. He he actually started in Game Seven, the crucial game of Round One of NBA Finals, and the Cavs had been had been down, and um, that they went back to their old starters that they've had, you know won championships with before, and Tristan was incredible, and the way that he was incredible, frankly, was effort. He just looked like a man on a mission who had something to prove, a chip on his shoulder, a guy who wanted to like make amends at least athletically to the fans who I think had been pretty mad at him for being so distracted and not focused. Right, they were still booing him when he went on the court. Yes. Well, maybe he's been uh, in before his curfew because he hasn't been distracted. (laughs) That's right. Now he's getting some rest because he's not out cheating. Maybe maybe that's why you play better. But he he plays... he, you know, he's a power forward, so he doesn't play like a, a totally skilled position. He doesn't have the ball in his hands a lot. So a lot of what his contribution is, is amounts to hustle. It's, is he running down after rebounds? Is he getting offensive rebounds? Is he making good passes? Is he playing really hard defense? And he was doing those things and getting points and rebounds off of hustle and effort and that we kind of haven't seen out of him in a long time. And he also played awesome in game one of the new series of the Eastern Conference semifinals against the Toronto Raptors, where they came back after being down double digits and one by one in overtime. It was an incredible comeback performance. Just 
edge of your seat. And Tristan was crucial in that game as well, hitting all of his free throws. He's a terrible free throw shooter. And he made all he shoots 60 percent from the line, which is like that's an F for an NBA player. Like an F. good players will shoot in the 80s. Yeah, 60%. He misses almost half of his free throws. You know, an unguarded shot, he misses almost half of them. So, and he he sunk all of them, and it was crucial. They won by one point. If he would have missed any of those free throws, they they couldn't have won. So he's back in the good books with LeBron. He's back in the good books with the coach and with the fans, at least on that side. So the question is, can he work his way back into Chloe's good books after um, this cheating? And so what we're hearing is that once the NBA playoffs are over he wants to whisk chloe away on a romantic vacation to make amends to her the thing is you know how is she ever going to trust him again and just i keep wondering too if he was cheating as much as it seems that he was cheating then does he really want this relationship no like he's a serious serial cheater that's what it seems like like is he really ready women right exactly ready to reform and to commit to Chloe and never do that again? I don't think so. It's just kind of a you want your cake and eat it to situation. I think he really enjoys Chloe and he might even really love her. And he he probably wants to have this kid with her and wants to have all the trappings of dating a Kardashian. But he also doesn't want to give up being a player on the road. You right. know? Just he wants both, obviously. Well, something interesting that actually just came in while we were doing um, while we were recording is that um People Magazine has that Chloe has now decided via this is a source that she wants to stay in Cleveland, even though she was initially going to come right back to um, to LA, LA when she could. Um, yeah, she's now still she living in his house. Stay. She's, she's living in his house, and apparently, People Magazine is saying that she has no plans to move back to her hometown in the West Coast. She's creating a life for her family in Cleveland. We're also told so, that she's not, she's talking to her sisters a lot, particularly Kim has been really there and like kind of her guiding light, but she's not letting any of them pressure her into making any decisions about what to do with Tristan. She's going to decide on her own and she, she wants to forgive him is basically what we're hearing. Right. Like her priority is her daughter. So she yeah. wants to, you know, provide for her daughter. Right. And she wants her daughter to bond with her right. father. And I completely, um, I, I admire her for that. But I also don't think, you know, you don't want to waste your life with somebody who's not appreciating you and who ultimately you can't have a long-term relationship with. So I think it's wishful thinking. But maybe she's just not ready yet. I mean, she just had a baby. She had all these hopes and dreams. So um, maybe she's just going to take time for her to figure that out. And we hear we're not going to be seeing her at any of the games. Um, Tristan was getting, there was chance of Chloe at Tristan because game one of this new series was in Toronto. And so the fans are really heckling him about Chloe. Um, and he played good anyway. But Chloe's not going to show up to any of these games, even in Cleveland. She's going to watch them from yeah. home. Yeah, well, she'll think it's she's too much of a distraction for yeah. the team. So she's not going to want to be there. And I think that's a wise idea. Like, let them fight their fight. We also heard weirdly that she, so Tristan broke his social media silence for the first time since the cheating scandal. And it was a photo of him sort of congratulating himself for winning game for winning game seven of the first round series. And we hear Chloe was a little disappointed that his first return to social media since true was born. And since the scandal broke was about his own accomplishments rather than like their baby, or maybe a apology to her because she think it would make it a little bit easier to get back with him. If he would 
publicly acknowledge what he did. Exactly. You know, even if he's just like runs some kind of like a quote from somebody about being or sorry or releases, forgiveness. Yeah, like releases a personal statement or just, you know, it's like when people have been posting their breakup statements, you know, in like the notes section of their thing, just like type up a little note. You don't even have to say the words. You just say sorry for their what I have done, I have apologized to my girlfriend. I am ex- proud to be a father of true. Like it needs, it can be so very simple. But you don't even have to do that. I think I agree with Bonnie's tact is you could just quote Rumi or something. And if it was like vaguely about a Paul, <laughs> right. that's true. Yeah. Like it could it, be super, we could super all, subtle. And yes. we'll be yeah. like, Tristan acknowledges breakup exactly. or whatever. <laughs> you know, we can make what we, we will of we it. We would all take that and run with it. We would know it's what he true. meant. He wouldn't have to say anything specific. You're right, you're right, you're Plausible right. deniability and it would look good and it would make Chloe's job a lot easier. Make Chloe's job easier and also make the fans like a little more right. forgiving. That's true. I like that. I like that. Well, Tristan, do that. Speaking of a guy who has, you know, kind of really, who has stepped up, um, it really seems like Travis Scott has really stepped up into his relationship with Kylie Jenner and with being a good dad for mm-hmm. his baby Stormy ever since she was born. I, I just keep thinking that this took him by surprise. He didn't expect that he was going to fall in love with this baby the way that he did and that he was going to feel so attached and that it would really reignite his feelings for, for Kylie. Yeah, I think so too. And right now, um, they just celebrated Travis's 26th birthday and 26 took a little babies. trip. I know. Well, Kylie's 20. Oh. Um, but they took a trip to the Bahamas with Stormy and the nanny. Um, and they just look like they're having so much fun and that they're just such a kind of cute little happy family. It's the first trip that they've taken with Stormy since, well, not, not with Stormy because I mean, they went to Texas to introduce them to Travis's family and stuff, but this is like the first kind of beach vacation. And Kylie posted a picture with Stormy and she just looks so cute. And Kylie, Kylie's wearing one of those. I've noticed this is really big this year because we just saw Olivia Coppola wearing that same kind of bathing suit. It's where the bottoms are like really, it's kind of like almost like 50s pinup style where the, yeah. bottom, the bottoms come up really high and they're actually kind of like, they're almost like little hot pants rather than, you know, like string bikinis were very and It's like you're wearing nothing on the bottom for a while and now it's like the bottom, it's like two pieces, then one pieces were in and now it's like two pieces but the bottoms are huge. Yeah, it's kind of like a high-waisted yes. um but it's but it also turns like almost into a thong bikini too though because it like shows like most of your butt in the back like that's yeah. what Bella Hadid wears all the time. That's what I meant. It's like kind of it's kind of kind of combination of like mm-hmm. hot pants and yeah, like yeah, a high waisted yeah, yeah. jean. But or something. this is like what Jane Fonda but used it, to wear. It, it, it doesn't seem like it's because she's trying to hide her body because she's no. already been no, showing no, off. No, it's just what's no, in. That's just what's in. She's been, you know, it's just noticing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she's been showing off her flat abs for a couple of weeks already. She looks great. Do she also? Would you guys wear that this summer, or were you guys more into? Bonnie t- has like twenty of them. Oh yeah, <laughs> I she does. Oh, yeah. I know. I'm gonna I've wear. I'm gonna wear my thong and let my butt hang out. Are you guys beach ready? I'm not beach ready yet. I've been, I'm trying. I've been trying all winter. I hate the beach, so I don't have to get. Beach I don't like, ready. You know, Bonnie hates I don't, the beach. I don't like the beach either. I love the beach. Oh my gosh, I'm so beach ready. I've been running every morning. Allie, you can't see Allie, but she's a redhead. She shouldn't be that into the beach because she will catch on okay, fire. Okay, I'm an Italian redhead, so yeah. I tan. I'm a very different, <laughs> different form of redhead. Skeptical. And I hate a thong. Like it just gets caught in your butt. So I can't even imagine. Like that's why Bella Thorne. We had pictures of her this week, like pulling the 
thong out of her butt. She gave herself a wedgie. Like, it just looks so uncomfortable. Thank I'm, you for starting this conversation. I want to wear Gino. one of those, like, one-piece bathing suits, like Charlie Chaplin, you know, back in the old right, days. Right, from the ankles yeah. <laughs> to, to the neck. It's like, it's a, like whole, a singlet. It's almost like a wetsuit, <laughs> you know? It's like, oh, yeah, I know <laughs> exactly. like you're going to exercise or something on the, on the beach. But... Uh, Kylie is looking so so good and she just made these like kind of interesting comments about plastic surgery. Kim was interviewing her about whether she's whether or not she's got anything done. And did, were you guys surprised with these comments? She basically said, oh, I just, you know, I wouldn't get anything done now. It's just I wouldn't judge anyone who do, does it. It just if you and I might do it later. No, that doesn't surprise me at all because the Kardashians are into plastic surgery and her her lips are already yeah, fully cosmetics. Re-engorged, yeah, like yeah. since she had the baby, she's been re-injected. The lips are huge. No, but she, she said specifically she wouldn't do anything now, which is a lie. She does everything constantly. <laughs> well, lie. she's probably liars. she's defining maybe surgery as surgery, not fillers or Botox or anything. She knows what she's doing though. Like we all, I mean, she can. She's being pedantic, maybe, but she's had some. And also, she has. We think had actual actual surgery yeah well not- we think she said implants yes too. and, and made- but i think those were pregnancy boobs and no. we didn't know she was pregnant no, yet. She's got, no. they the, those showed up before her if pregnancy, you look at her well old, like her pictures her pre her pre like new kylie pictures with the lips and everything she was not as big as she also now. the curves below down below those are I mean, those are definitely fake. She does not work out for her life. They're not no. squats. And also, like... Uh, uh, so you're saying she's had butt injections, too? I th- and she, she's had the Brazilian thing, just like Kim did. And also, <laughs> we, we've we shown her, her picture before and after her face to plastic surgeons, and some of them have told us she her jaw looks different. Like, she had her jaw she like, does no, look I'm sure she shaved has, down. I'm, no, I'm sure she's had... Like fillers put in everywhere to like define things. I'm sure. Yeah, everyone does. Like that. her whole face is yes, but I don't know. I didn't realize that about the um, the the butt, the and butt the or the boobs. No, well, the, really the boobs. Yeah, we've taught we we've I yeah believe. we did, but I thought that was like maybe she was just pregnant. We really didn't no, know. Yeah, this is before. Okay, let's move on to anyway. Gigi and Zane, another couple who are adorably back together. And it was our own Ali Stagnita who Aww. broke the news <laughs> by spotting them having the eagle eye when she was going through Soho last Sunday. And she saw them and she did the right thing. She whipped out her phone <laughs> and videotaped them together. Yes, yes. They were spotted in Soho together. Um, and what we saw was him kiss her on the cheek. Um, we weren't there for that full makeout session that some paparazzi caught, but they weren't trying to hide. I mean, they were out in the open, like, you know, holding hands, getting close to each other. And it was, you know, obviously there had been rumors. We had seen Zane enter her uh, Soho apartment in the same sweatshirt he left in the next morning. And, um, yeah, that was just a few you know, days before. We were, everyone was speculating what was going on, but we n- there had been no sighting of them together. Uh, so this was the first sighting of them together. And then just one more day later, um, all the photos of them came out. And it was really exciting that Hollywood Life got to break that news. I was and we excited. had a videotape of it, yes. too. Yes, of them getting cozy. We weirdly took it, got it on videotape. We literally, it was a camcorder. I had, I walk around everywhere with, with a camcorder. giant, like Kanye West's little <laughs> director. It's from 1990. Um, 
So what we're hearing is that, um, you know, that Zane had been in touch with her, basically asking her to come back, like pleading, telling her how much he missed her for quite a while. And that he finally made like this most epic apology, promising to be a better boyfriend, a better person, a better everything, more thoughtful of her, more considerate. Because that was a big problem for them. Reclusive. Um, I have to say, though, I don't I don't want to dub myself a body language expert, but. Did you guys take a close look at those photos of Gigi and Zane kissing on the street? Because to me, it looked very much like the story of the relationship as far as them getting back together. Zane really, really, really wants it. And Gigi is like quite undecided. The kissing, the kiss that they're sharing is like Zane is really, really leaning in and just tucking his head around the front of her. And she's almost like scrunching her chin a little bit, like kind of not wanting to kiss him in public. But I think that could be about just not wanting to be kissing in public for exactly what happened. The reason that that she was worried about was getting getting their picture taken. She was just trying to um, be more private. So I don't think that has anything to do with how she feels about Uh, him. I don't know. In my experience, Ali, I don't know if you've had this, but in my experience, in relationships, the person who really wants the relationship doesn't care if it's on social media or if it's public or if anyone sees. And a person who's maybe unsure about the relationship is like, nah, let's not make this official yet. I don't really want to put an Instagram up of us together. That's been my experience. I think uh, it can go either way. Yeah. But I don't um, think she'd be with I, him. I, if I would she wasn't. agree with Gino and the fact with the fact that he Zane really did look like he was like reaching over, craning his neck, like to kiss her, and she like was like, whoop. But I also think that maybe that's a relationship and he's PDA and she's like not and whatever. So I don't know. We'll see. I just don't think she'd be with him if she didn't want to be with him. No, I agree with that completely. It's very easy with her kind of schedule. You know, if she didn't want to see him, and she with wouldn't all the other men in the world, yeah, she wouldn't be I with him. I do agree with that. We heard Absolutely. Bella's not happy happy about it, though, right? She's worried. She's just worried that that um, Gigi's heart is going to be broken. I don't. Th- I, I think mean, that's a worry for every sibling when you see your yeah, you know, your sibling go back with an ex, no matter what the kind of status was. I think that that like. It's just always a concern. But he's 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 very dedicated to Gigi. It's not like he's right. gonna pull a Tristan. It's just like right. It's just that his behavior and like inside the private confines of the relationship is like not up to snuff. Like he's too introverted and he won't go out. And like Gigi is traveling the world and doing all these exciting things. And Zane is like, even when he shoots a music video, at least up until his most recent one, it's like he just invites the director and a bunch of people over to his house because he doesn't want to leave. Yeah. You know. Well, I think that um, uh, they were together for quite a while, and I think clearly there's a there's a strong connection between them. And so let's see. Yeah, but- Gigi left that door open in her, uh, you know, a breakup announcement. She said, "Whatever will be, will be." So, yeah. you know. And listen, he's a very talented guy, and. Uh- Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Yeah, I'm sure he's a very interesting guy. So, hey, did I like take it we had no more reviews? This Unfortunately, week? we didn't. 
Okay. So, guys, send us a review. Give us five stars. I mean, if you've got feedback that you want us to hear, please tell us. We really love it when you send us your your comments and your reviews. And, you know, we've got, oh, we've got some really interesting podcast guests coming up. Um, so this Friday, you better check out ours, who's going to be on. I don't want to say yet because we have a couple of different options and we have to, we haven't decided which is going to run this week and which will run next week. But check iTunes on Friday and come to Hollywood Life. Lots of news. We'll be updating you on all these big stories. Bye. Bye.